0: You know, if we've got an issue going on, if I've got a business issue and I have got a situation where there's a, uh, something I've got to solve, I bring people around the table and we sit down and we come up with solutions for that. Welcome to another journey podcast. Uh, today, we are going to uh, take a deep dive into uh, politics, but in a way that's maybe a little different because uh, we all know that there's a huge, huge uh, negative vibe out there. And what we want to do with this podcast uh, in the midst of all this political unrest, feuding, is really offer some encouragement. Uh to family and friends that may be on opposing sides, to maybe offer encouragement to people that are just uh, bombarded by the negatives that are going uh, on, and so, uh, yeah, we're going to do that today, and we've actually got uh, Terry Carlson here, and Terry is a licensed full-time counselor. And we thought maybe that would be uh, a good perspective to have because really we can draw some parallels between the whole political climate and sometimes uh, in marriage where uh, you have uh, couples that are fighting. So we thought we'd try to draw some parallels there and, and oh yeah uh, definitely. So welcome Terry.
1: Hi. <laughs> Well, and I think I think you've got a really good point there. It, it's really difficult when family and friends are on opposing sides. Um, I remember growing up, my mom and dad would go voting, and they always talked about canceling each other's votes out because one would vote for one party and one would vote for the other. <laughs> but they'd still go do it, and they'd smile and laugh as they did that. Um but I think I think you're right. I think there's just a lot of a lot of negativity out there now.
0: Right, right. Well, and I think you know, years ago we could almost smile and laugh about some of those things. And I think it, it seems to have gotten to a, a level now where the tone is just so uh, deeply negative that uh, the hope is here that today we can offer a little bit of, of constructive and, and positive uh, solutions and ideas for addressing some of these things. So. Sure. Yeah, why don't we dive in? Uh, I, I think uh, one of the things that we have to say is that uh, oftentimes, uh, and, and you tell me if this is on target, off target, or somewhere in the middle, but oftentimes uh, we look at differences, but don't we really need to look at what we have in common, whether we're you know whether you're dealing with couples or whether we are trying to solve uh, problems from a political standpoint.
1: Oh, absolutely! I think sometimes if you can get down to what do we have in common and what do we what do we really want at core, I think a lot of times what happens is we fight over we come up with a solution to the problems that we think are out there and we fight over or we argue over those solutions. This indiv- is the right solution. That's the right, right. solution.
0: Our individual solution individual right. solutions,
1: yeah. instead of coming together and trying to solve problems as a team and saying, hey, how do we identify the, te- the, the the question? What's the problem? And can we agree on the nature of the problem first Right before we start talking about what possible solutions are out there?
0: Well, and, and here's what's crazy, just as an example uh, that I noticed during the last State of the Union Address. Um, you know, the call went out, uh, that lower drug prices, you know, we need to get lower drug prices. And, you know, half of the chamber was like, oh yeah, great. And, you know, they're standing cheering. The other half of the chamber was like, oh yeah, they're somber, you know. Uh, so I think it's gone down to a level that we're missing the underlying mission where in this case it was lower drug prices. So ought we all not get excited about who? lower drug prices? You know, that's, that's that thing that we have in common that we would all like, uh, well, I guess 99.9%, except I guess if you're <laughs> on the receiving end of the drug company, but the vast vast majority, right? We want lower drug prices. So I mean, is that sort of it trying to find that common point that we can look at? Tune out all the noise and then go. Oh, let's get after this. Let's get all about this this solution to this problem.
1: Right. I think, but again, as I said before, I think it's important to identify what's the real issue, what's the real problem underlying all of it. Um, It may it may be like you said, lower drug prices. It may be something totally different. Um, and that may be the reasons why the other side didn't really clap and cheer and all that stuff, because they're seeing the problem from a different lens. And I think just getting to that place where we talk about what's the lens I'm seeing the problem through. What, how, do I, how do I define the problem? When I've worked with couples in my office, a lot of times I'll ask them, can you both agree on the problem? right name the problem and make sure that you're both agreeing on that first right the next step i have them do is brainstorm i said before you come up with a solution i want you to brainstorm all the possible solutions out there don't don't Pick out one and say this is my favorite solution. Just what are all the possible solutions? Sit down with a notepad and say, okay, well we could do this, or we could do that, or we could do this, or somebody else could do this, and and list out all the different ones, even if they sound stupid when you say them. <laughs> I want you to I, don't even go through trying to problem solve until you've listed all the different possible solutions.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Once you've thought of the solutions, then start talking about each one of them and the pros and cons of each possible solution. Once you've done that you can kind of get to a place where you can um, vote on your favorite solutions. And a lot of times your number one, two, and three are going to look different than my number one, two, and three. But we may both agree on the two. Hey, maybe we've got an actual solution that would work there to both of our satisfaction.
0: right, right. Um, How do you know when to, uh, uh, and now we're talking about more of Again, in family situations and so forth, uh, how do how do you know when to speak up and when to uh, kind of keep your mouth shut?
1: Oh, That's a great question. <laughs> <laughs> when in doubt, keep your mouth shut. Ah, okay. That's. <laughs> I tell I tell some of my couples too. You know, um, God gave us two ears and one mouth, and I think that means we're supposed to listen twice as much as we speak.
0: Right. <laughs> Right. Well, and to hear what the other person is saying. So, for instance, when I'm talking with someone, I I try to seek their view and and really get their heart on it. You know, where are they coming from? That's
1: a really good idea.
0: Because maybe their solution isn't necessarily the solution that I would have at first pass, but... Uh, and I'm thinking about somebody in particular uh, when they're talking about uh, the whole healthcare thing. It's like, well, he has a great heart for people. Mm-hmm. He really wants to help people. Uh, so again, you know, what can we find in common, and and how can we, uh, you know, get to that common ground? Now, something also to point out here is uh, it, it's sort of the, I guess it's a perspective thing, maybe. Sure. Um, you know, everybody's vote matters. I mean, it really does, right? I mean, we live in a, a democracy and it's really great that we can go out and, you know, we can cast a vote. But I think the uh, perspective matters here, too, that uh, our votes are one out of millions and, and that matters. But what really matters is uh, your life and your one-on-one interactions with people, and so maybe we can dive into that a little bit here because uh, there is a lot of uh, armchair quarterbacking I mean, if you compare it to sports. Uh, you know, we all have our teams, right? Ooh, let's, let's uh, go Iowa, <laughs> go Cyclones, yeah, go Hawks. But at the end of the day, we're not playing in that game. You know, we're just kind of cheering them on. And so like the political arena, we can cheer on our favorite politician but ought we kind of step back from armchair quarterbacking and look ourselves in the mirror and say, well, what can I do? You know, what can I do? For instance, uh, you know, you talk about uh, human rights things or uh, homelessness or whatever. Well, what can I do, for instance, in terms of homelessness? Where can I get involved? And I think that's something that uh, that perspective thing, there's just uh, and let me just toss this out, see if you agree or disagree, Terry, but I just see a lot of lost uh, human potential on armchair quarterbacking where we could take that energy and oftentimes very deep energy and really go out and and do something with that. So uh, another question that uh, comes up here is what do you do when you feel strongly that how someone else votes um, can negatively affect the direction of the the country. I mean, you're passionate about this issue and you're talking to someone and you're like, oh, you know, why are they, they're not getting it. You know, <laughs> they're just not getting it.
1: Right, you no, I, I think the question you just asked, it really gets to the heart of why this political climate is such a terrible thing for most people. A lot of people are, are I mean, you're sweating this. This is, this is huge. There's this really, really strong feeling that if you vote, the wrong direction and if enough of yous out there vote the wrong direction <laughs> then my country is going to suffer from this it's, right. it's, and, the, and the perspective and the the passion you've got people who I mean I, I think of our son and and how he really really dives into this and researches something and he picks the best solution in right. his mind and it, it feels like if somebody is not going to you know if, if the rest of the world or if somebody else votes the wrong way then our country is going downhill really really fast and I think that's a really important piece of this whole thing. Um, and what I would say in response to that is is to just be aware of the how much it plays in the polarizing effect of the media and the news that's out there. It's really, um, you know, when I talk about when I'm talking with couples, a lot of times what I'm really, I'm really struggled against with individual couples is this all or nothing thinking, that it's all one thing or it's all another thing. It's, you know, it's, it's that all or nothing, or that, that thinking that gets us into a lot of trouble. Um, what happens with all or nothing thinking is that it takes a grain of truth, is there a possibility that something bad could happen? Yes. But it takes a grain of truth and it but it makes it blows it up to 100%. And it's saying, "Oh my gosh, if this person gets into the White House or into the Senate or whatever that, that you know, oh my gosh, the our world is ending as we as we know it." Kind of feeling. And the reality is that most things are not all or nothing. Right. Um, most things, if we can just kind of back down a little bit and say, no, wait a minute. I think one of the best things to ask yourself is what's the worst case scenario? Mm-hmm. What's the absolute worst case scenario? And then play that forward and ask yourself if that worst case scenario, if this politician gets elected or if this politician gets elected, what's the worst thing that I can imagine happening? And play that forward and ask yourself, how would I survive that? Or what's next? Or what would happen then? Um, we may find that when you play, play that tape forward in your mind, you find that, oh, okay, so the world doesn't end. The sky's not falling. (laughs) It may not be my favorite thing, but you know, in another two or four years, we can reelect somebody who comes in and and, and fixes things back. Um, I think it's just reminding ourselves that the worst case scenarios rarely ever happen.
0: Right, right. Well, and to keep in perspective, and let's just get raw here for a minute, there's just a lot of... Uh, media coverage out there that is just absolutely uh, fueling this, and is uh, it's it's big money. It's uh, you know on uh, different media that's out there, and it's just a lot of talk that uh, sort of uh, fuel for the fire, mm-hmm. right? I mean, you take the, the the problems, but then you sort of uh, toss this gas that media tosses on this, right? And it really inflames that, right?
1: Well, and if you thought, if you step back and ask yourself, what's the motive for a lot of these things? You know, whether it's the news media or it's the stuff you see on Facebook, or you know, ask yourself, what's the what's the um, what's the motive there? In a lot of the cases, it's to sell more advertising. Yeah. It's not to get a certain person or a certain idea or to get the the country to come together. I'm guessing that most of you know CNN and Fox and all the other ones that we could name. I'm guessing that they don't really get a lot of, of uh, money when everybody speaks nice to each other.
0: <laughs> <laughs> and everybody agrees and, and tries to get agrees. along.
1: Right. So they they get more money by more advertisers because they've got more viewers because people are inflamed and they they encourage that kind of thing. If we just back away from that ourselves individually and say, I'm not going to keep buying into that. I'm going to listen to both Fox and CNN. I'm going to try to find out. I'm going to try to just read the actual um, laws that are being passed. I'm going to try to make my own mm-hmm. opinions from things. We don't get into that black and white thinking. Well,
0: I think, you know, I come from business world and I think we need to learn something. And really, uh, no, I learned something, but really put our business hats on when we go into the political uh, realm. And that doesn't say a business person has to be a politician. I'm not saying that, but there are some business principles which really evolve around and focus on solving the problem, right? You know, if we've got an issue going on, if I've got a business issue and I have got a situation where there's a, uh, something I've got to solve, I bring people around the table and we sit down and we come up with solutions for that.
1: Sure, and a lot of that's happening in our politicians. If, I, we don't realize it because they don't hit the news. But there are hundreds of bills that get passed that are bipartisan. That mm-hmm. that both right. they come around the table, they they solve the problems, they meet the needs of the people out there, and those things don't hit the news.
0: Right. Well, and, and when they do, they sort of get overlooked. So, and, and just to raise one up here specifically, I mean, in the last year, the prison reform. Uh, I mean, that was something that you had people on both sides of the aisle go, "Wow, this is really a good step," and this has taken years. To move that forward and this is really a positive step so let's let's say yay you know let's do more of those you know kinds of things
1: when we just look at the negatives that's all we see we go to bed at night with that terrible taste in the back of our mile you know in the back of our stomach um when we when we try to look at okay what's good and what's bad a lot of times we have a better outlook
0: right Right. Well, I'm going back to, uh, uh, you know, our family members and stuff, you know, our son and, uh, you know, at the end of the day, my relationship with him is top priority. So we can see things differently politically, but I have it just locked and loaded in my mind that that relationship uh, is above anything else. So I think it's going into that uh, discussion, going into that, if you are a politician, going into that, uh, that room and sitting around the table and saying, you know, relationships are really important here. This mission is really important, but let's get together and uh, roll up our sleeves and get about Doing what we're here to do, well, in, in that, a way that, that honors case, each other.
1: In that case, you're talking about two different levels. You're talking about just around the table, you you and your son, yeah, and then the politicians around their exactly. table, exactly, yeah. And I think you're, you know, both of them could both benefit of from that. Right, advice. right, right.
0: I mean, sometimes maybe us folks, us voters, <laughs> need to maybe model this and encourage our politicians to to do what uh, you know could be healthy and helpful. So, uh, but yeah, politics is temporary, and you know, there's there's going to be Republicans uh, leading at times, there's going to be Democrats leading at times, maybe some independents at times, you know, whatever the the party is. Uh, But that will change. But uh, really, beyond the whole political climate, uh, is that eternal perspective and the spiritual matters and the whole reality that there is a spiritual part to our life, that we're only here for a short time. And You know, God is in control. And and people will hear that and go, well, yeah, but I don't really believe that. Uh, But lean into that for a little bit. You know, just go, whew, okay. The sun will come up tomorrow. Well, we hope so. (laughs) We hope so. So as we're wrapping up today, uh, let's tie this back to uh, Journey and what we're here to uh, help with in Journey Coaching. Again, Journey Coaching is all about intentional, healthy relationships. And uh, Terry, did you just want to uh, throw out a thought there of just uh, the, the other thing that we should mention here is Terry helped to uh, and really was instrumental in writing the seven session coaching workbook for Journey and just how you see that workbook and people sitting down one on one tying into this whole negative uh, political climate and how it might be uh, how, how it might be helpful.
1: Oh, absolutely! I think where where it can come in handy is if if you're a person who um, has been kind of isolated from other people. You know, you've been just sitting in front of the TV or just in front of your your screen somehow, and getting more and more upset over the political climate. Um, find somebody, find a friend, talk to get get away from the screen, um, talk to somebody else from different opinions. Um, you know, call get a, get a coach. Find somebody who's willing to sit down with you. We've got this really great coaching process at seven sessions, um, where you learn, you kind of learn, learn how your story fits in with everybody else's story and you learn about your strengths and, and maybe your weaknesses and and you kind of put them all together and try to decide you're basically, how do I move forward myself? And it takes your eyes off of the bigger thing, the, the, the political climate that's out there. And it gets it back onto how do I work on my own personal relationships and how do I build, myself. It really comes down to the relationships we have and how we interact with them um, on a one-on-one basis that, that manage, matters more to our lives than what's going on in the bigger picture.
0: Well, uh, and, and that's that's a great point, Terry, because uh, I think sometimes, and, and we've talked about this before, you sort of have to have the discussion before the discussion. I think oftentimes... We could all use some help of just how to sit down with another person, another couple. Because again, journey coaching, you do it one on one or, you know, couple to couple. But just how to have good, open, honest conversations, right? Right. I mean, that's huge.
1: And we're gonna we're gonna talk about this more in another podcast. We've got some ideas coming up, um, and and how do we handle disagreements without beating each other up? That's right, of thing. right. Um, and so I'm looking forward to to having more uh, diving more into that topic.
0: Right. Exactly. Time. Well, and you you talked about in just closing here. Uh, you talked about uh, journey starts with uh, sharing our stories mm-hmm. with each other, and when we look at politics. Uh, we are uh, in unison together, uh, our, our Americans. I mean, that's the common thread we have here when we share our stories. And you know, as, unless
1: you're listening to this from another country, that's right.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Would that be fun? But uh, so, yeah, as we're as we're uh, just trying to navigate this uh, climate, let's start there, realizing that we uh, are all Americans, and let's just. Uh, Uh, you know, talk well and uh, humbly and with patience and to just pull the joy that we do have out of uh, living in this really uh, wonderful country. So thanks again for listening. We appreciate that. Uh, As always, let us know how we can serve you. You can reach out to us in a variety of different ways and uh, you can just check us out on the Journey website at journeycoaching.org. Thanks. Mm
1: Thank you for listening. Tune in next time and make sure you like and subscribe. Visit us at JourneyCoaching.org and check us out on Facebook and Instagram. Start your own journey at JourneyCoaching.org. Your life, your journey starts now.